following is a production of Word Alive Creative Arts. Welcome to the podcast of Word Alive International Outreach in Oxford, Alabama, an apostolic center for transformation and freedom. We pray today that you will be blessed and strengthened by this powerful message. There's something really significant happening right now. Uh, I think I, told, I talked to you, um, well, let me, I got to pause just a couple of minutes. I want to welcome Elder uh, Patio back here with us today. Elder Patio, will you stand up? We love this man of God, and he's in, he's in Louisiana now with his family and doing great, and he's come, came through to celebrate with us this week, and so maybe you'll get to see him today and hug his neck, and uh, he's looking good and great shape and, and funny as ever and anointed as ever, and so we're glad he's here. I'm glad uh, uh, Sian and Ed are back. They've been, they've been on a worldwide journey. They've been to Malaysia, Korea, Myanmar, Burma, and India on their journeys, and so uh, they've been on a worldwide journey there with business and ministry, and so welcome them back. We sure are glad you guys are back home with, it, with, with us today. Uh, I'm not texting. I'm just, I'm looking for something. Uh, <laughs> Kent's real interested in what's going on, and <laughs> I, I prophesy to us about this now moment. And I prophesied, I think it passed uh, Pentecost, that wor- so many words would start coming so fast from heaven, we'd have a hard time processing everything. And we're in that moment. Uh, we're in a now moment where God is doing some really powerful things. I was just this week, after Pastor Andre preached your Sunday, I took him to the Flowing Oil Ministries uh, up in uh, Dalton, Georgia. And uh, back with our friends Johnny and Jerry, and they, they're wide open all over uh, preaching. And they, had, they started with six people two years ago praying on Tuesday morning. I went there this Tuesday. There were 600 from all over the world, Korea, China, uh, Africa, Australia, all over the world, to Dalton, Georgia. And um, it was a blessing. I want to, I want to uh, and while, let me, I got two or three things to say about that. We had a great interview with uh, Pastor Andre in the television program went all over the Soviet Union. Uh, I think we had 16,000 people watching on Facebook. uh, And then it'll air on his network about what God's doing there. And out of the blue, out of 600 people, this lady just, I don't know, just came straight to me and prophesied that uh, out of the blue that she said, get ready, you and the work that you represent. She said, I don't know who you are, but I know God's saying, get ready. Resources are never going to be an issue. You're going to have more. All of those that are with you, you'll have more than you need to do what God's calling you to do. Just out of the blue. And prophesied uh, that. So I, I just released that to you, first of all. Just touch your neighbor and say, you're going to have more than you need. Just tell them you're going to have more than you need. <laughs> then I want to bra- brag on you a minute, uh, if I can. Because uh, Johnny took me aside. He said, Ken, up to this point, I think we've been to over 100 churches with this oil and you're the only church that we've ever gone to that we don't feel like we imparted we actually received he said he said I want to tell you he said I talk about word alive everywhere I go now 
He said, there's something so special about your church. He said, I've never been to a place that's so in order without control. That, that the Holy Spirit has free to do whatever he wants to, but it's in order. He said, I've been to places that, that are out of order and free. And I've been to places that are in order and under control. But I've never been to a church out of a hundred that we've been so far, we've not been to one, like Word Alive, where there's such a freedom in the Spirit, yet it's in such divine order at the same time. I celebrate that with you guys today for allowing the Lord. Uh, you say, well, Kent, you're talking like maybe Word Alive is going to be the only church that goes to heaven. No. No, there's going to be plenty more. We're going to be in charge. But there's going to be other people. There, there, there will be others joining us. So be encouraged. <laughs> so in the midst of this I got a text from the pastor that ta- prophesied to us about the tipping point and uh, I'm just going to read this to you then I'll jump in just a short word and we'll give our first fruits offering and then, and then we'll release the blessing of the Lord it says good morning I'm in Berlin ministering but had you on my mind for two days praying for you guys I trust you don't think that I'm presumptuous, but I wanted to prophesy. There is a movement, all caps. And it's been rising like the tides of the ocean, and you are key to what God's doing in this movement. Tides are affected by the moon. But moons have no light within themselves. They just reflect the light of the sun. Come on now. Your humility is reflective of his kingdom and his glory. The next 90 days are days of Isaiah 54. Stretch out, lengthen cords, strengthen pegs. Increasing rise of the currency of his power and his grace. The next 90 days are prophesied to us as a body are days of Isaiah 54. Let me read it to you really quick. Sing, O barren, you who have not born. Break forth into singing and cry aloud, you who have not labored with child. For more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married woman, says the Lord. Enlarge the place of your tent and let stretch out the curtains of your dwellings. Do not spare. Lengthen your cords. Strengthen your stakes. For you will expand to the right and to the left. Your descendants will inherit the nations and make desolate cities inhabited. Do not fear for I will be with you and you will not be ashamed. You will neither be disgraced for you will not be put to shame. You will forget the shame of your youth and you'll remember the reproach of your widowhood no more. For your maker is your husband, the Lord of hosts is his name, and your redeemer is the Holy One of Israel. He is called the God of the whole earth. For the Lord has called you like a woman forsaken and grieved in spirit, like a youthful wife when you were refused, says your God. For a mere moment I have forsaken you, but with great mercies I am gathering you. With a little wrath, I hid my face from you for a moment, but with everlasting kindness, I will have mercy on you, says the Lord, your Redeemer. For this is like the waters of Noah to me, for as I've sworn that the waters of Noah would no longer cover the earth, so I have sworn that I would no longer be angry with you or rebuke you. For the mountains shall depart and the hills might be removed, but my kindness shall not depart from you. 
Nor shall my covenant of peace be removed, says the Lord who's had mercy on you. O afflicted ones, tossed to tempest, and not comforted ones. Behold, I'm going to lay your stones with colorful gems and make your foundations sapphires. I'm going to make your pinnacles of rubies and your gates of crystal. Your walls are going to be precious stones and all your children are going to be taught by the Lord. Great shall be the peace of your children. In righteousness you shall be established. You shall be far from oppression. You'll be far from fear. You'll be far from terror, for it will not come near you. Indeed, they might assemble, but not because of me. Whoever assembles against you shall fall for your sake. Behold, I've created the blacksmith who blows the coals in the fire, who brings forth an instrument for his work. I've created the spoiler to destroy, but no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue which rises against you in judgment, you shall condemn it. For this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is from me, says the Lord. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. 90 days, 90 days of Isaiah 54. This is what the prophet prophesied. Let's just look at it real quick, break it down. Number one, Isaiah 54, one through three, the Lord speaks to a wife and says, no more barren days. She breaks, breaks through with singing. Growth, blessing, and expansion are the results. See, what you didn't realize this morning is as we were singing we were actually breaking through into Isaiah 54. Our singing to the Lord has broken us through to another place of growth, expansion, and increase. Growth, expansion, and increase. This covers every area of your life, spiritually, relationally, financially, emotionally. Somebody say growth, growth. Blessings, blessings, and expansion. Amen. Growth, growth, blessings, and expansion. Touch your neighbor so you got to slide over and make room for me. I'm about to grow. Tell him I'm about to grow. I felt like Holy Spirit, I felt like Holy Spirit instructed me to tell us to go back to a prayer we prayed years ago. And for the next several, next 90 days, let's pray together the prayer of Jabez. This is God's timing for it. It says, and Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that you would bless me indeed, enlarge my territory, and that your hand might be with me, and that you would keep me from evil, that it may not grieve me. And God granted him what he requested. Jabez asked God to bless him. He asked God to enlarge his territory, increase his responsibility. He prays that God will be with him and stay close. And he, Jabez asked that God would keep him from harm so that he'll be free from pain. This is the prayer we're supposed to pray, I believe, in this season. Ask God. You have not... Because you ask not. Dare to ask God in this season. Why? Believing it's the right time at the right place. Ask God in this season. God, bless me indeed. Enlarge my territory. Let your hand be upon me and favor me in a supernatural way. And keep me from the evil one that I don't cause pain. That's our prayer right now. Touch two or three people say, pray it for 90 days. Tell them, pray it for 90 days. Number two. Not only is it a prophecy of growth, expansion, increase, your shame and reproach will be removed. Isn't it interesting that this come back on us now? We talked about shame several weeks ago as we got ready for Passover, that God was removing shame and reproach. Here it comes again. The shame and reproach of your barren season. 
Man, this is powerful. This word reproach is taken from a Hebrew word that the fundamental idea means disappointed hopes. Anybody here had some disappointed hopes? The embarrassment of expecting something that did not happen. This is what that word means. Anybody here has expected something good and something opposite happen? You qualify. Love this one. The last one. Even those that have publicly announced they were going to get one thing and they reaped another thing. So God is saying in Isaiah 54, I'm coming to a people that were in a barren season, but I want you to prophesy to them that even though they might have been barren in one season, in this season they're going to have to make room because I'm about to release some blessings into their life. And not only am I going to release blessings into their life, I'm going to take their disappointments and the pain of a past season and those things they believed for that didn't happen and those things they publicly proclaimed they would get and they didn't get. God says, I'm about to roll that off of them and I'm about to overtake my people with blessings in Jesus' name. Shout, that's me and my family. Glory. Now is the time. Now, what does that mean? Right. <laughs> right now, that's what that means. Right now. I love that. What is now? Right now, that's what that means. What does that mean in Hebrew? Right now. What does it mean in Greek? Right now. What does it mean in Chinese? Right now. Now. So what's, now's the time. So if you were thinking about starting something, start it. If you were thinking about stopping something, stop it. If you're thinking about stepping into something, step into it. Why? Now's the time. It's a Kairos moment. There's a grace on us. It's not on us in every season. Now there's a grace to step in of, step out of, step in, step through. Now's the time to do something. Do something so radical that if God's not in it, it ain't going to work. Why? Here's the promise in the message translation. Don't be afraid. You're not going to be embarrassed. Don't hold back. You're not going to come up short. Receive that into your spirit right now. Don't be afraid. You're not going to be embarrassed and don't hold back. You're not going to come up short. Man. Number three. Not only growth, expansion, blessings. Number two, deliverance. Three, talks about restoration. For a moment I have forsaken you, but with great mercies. I will gather you. Now, actually, the translation there is not, this is speaking of Israel when they were in captivity. Actually, God never forsook them. So if you don't, don't read it like, you've got to read it in context and read it in the context of the structure of the, of the way it's written. God really never forsook Israel. Yet he recognizes they felt like he had forsaken them. God has never forsaken me and God has never forsaken you. But I have been in a season where I felt as if God had forsaken me. Why? When God's not working for you and you can't see that, then God's working in you. And God, God spoke to me this week and said something very powerful. He said, I have prepared you for that which I have prepared for you. 
I have prepared you for that which I have prepared for you. So this past season that you've been in where you felt like God had forsaken you, it's actually God had not forsaken you, but he allowed you to go through a season to prepare you for what he actually has prepared for for you. And that's what God's releasing in this season. And under one season, it might have been we're striving for it, but in this season, it's just the absolute mercies of God that overtake us in this mercy season that we're in. And God's going to do supernatural things by his mercy. That's why we got that word last week from Andre. It's just the mercies of God that are on us this season. We're going to get things that we didn't deserve. We're going to go places that we didn't know how we got there. And we're only going to be able to testify if it wasn't for the mercy of the Lord on me and my life and my family, we wouldn't be here today. Somebody shout, mercy! mercy. Woo! Number four. All of this is based on Covenant. This isn't based on how you feel. This isn't based on what you see. This isn't based on what you've done. Because if we got what we deserved, we should leave now. But I'm telling you, what God's doing this season is based on his covenant promises. We don't understand a lot about covenant in our culture. But when this Bible was written, it was a culture of covenant. And whoever cut covenant... They were, they were obligated to fulfill the promise or covenant that they made. So everything God has promised you is based upon his covenant promise. Not upon, how many of you know God's not fickle? God didn't jerk us around by putting a carrot in front of us just to make us believe for something and not give it to us. Whatever God has promised you in the spirit, and you know it from the spirit, whatever he's promised, I got a a word for you. God is not a man that he could lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. If he said it, he's going to do it. Why? He is a covenant-making, covenant-keeping God. And he said if you can cause the sun not to rise and the moon not to come up and the stars to fall out of the sky, then I can break my covenant covenant with my people our covenant promises are as sure as the sun coming up tomorrow morning the God I serve is about to step into your world and his covenant promises are my God shall supply all of your need according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus God will not be mocked whatever you've sown you shall reap somebody shout covenant What's the promises? Isaiah 54, 11 through 17. Prosperity. Oh, afflicted, tossed, and not comforted. He's going to lay your foundation with precious stones. Precious stones. Prosperity. Precious stones. Number two, peace. All your children. Not, not one of them, not some of them. <laughs> Let's call our children home right now. Let's call our children into the kingdom right now. Let's call them home now. We prophesy all our children shall be taught by the Lord. There's an anointing right here, right now. We say every one of our children and our grandchildren 
shall be taught by the Lord and great shall be the peace of our children. Stay, stay, stay there just a minute. There's, a, there's an anointing here. We don't want to get, we don't want to miss this. There's an anointing here. Hold on. Hold on. Stay right here with me. Holy Ghost. And those who feared the Lord spoke to one another. And the Lord listened and heard them and wrote a book of remembrance. For those who fear the Lord and who meditate on his name. They shall be mine, says the Lord of hosts, on the day that I make up my jewels. And I will spare them as a man spares his own son who serves him. Turn around right now to somebody beside you and tell them the names of your children right now. Under the anointing, just say, these are the names of my children that are going to be taught by the Lord. Do it right now, I'm telling you. (laughs) Tell them, name them. Name them out loud in the spirit. Name them out loud in the spirit. Woo! just got released now to go. God's going to turn the hearts of the sons toward the fathers and the fathers toward the sons and mothers toward the children. We decree it and we declare it and now we celebrate it as it's already done in Jesus' name. My, my. Sit down just for a second. That's an anointed thing right there. Shoo. Man. This is what we call the summer slump. (laughs) My God, God is moving in here. Last, protection. No weapon. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Now listen, in another season, it could have been if you were challenged, it was because it wasn't God's time. But that's not this season. Anything that's challenging you about this season, you challenge it. Anything that tells you that's a delay or that you got to wait, you challenge that. Because this is not the time to be delayed and this is not the time to wait. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. I like this translation. Put the next slide up. If anyone attacks you, don't for a moment suppose I sent them. Anything attacks you, Don't for a moment think God sent them. I declare in the name of Jesus, behold, you shall have power over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means harm you. The God of all peace shall shortly crush Satan under your feet. 
Somebody shout victory! Man. Ninety days of Isaiah 54. Growth, expansion, blessings, deliverance, restoration, covenant promises, prosperity, peace, and protection. Now, in this now season. So here's what I challenge us. Next 90 days, every day I challenge you, I'd read Isaiah 54. Just out loud. That's the way I like to do it. And let's pray the prayer of Jabez. What is that? Let's put it up one more time. Oh, that you would bless me indeed. What a powerful prayer, huh? What a powerful prayer. We'll send it out to you on social media so you got it, so we'll have it. Oh, that God would bless me. Enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me. Keep me from the evil one that I don't cause pain. God granted me what he, what he requested. This has been a presentation of Word Alive International Outreach, 122 Allendale Road, Oxford, Alabama. Reach us by phone at 256-831-5280 or at our website, wordalive.org. This has been a production of Word Alive Creative Arts.